happy Christmas Eve to all of you that celebrate the great holiday. I'm out here in Colorado, and we'll probably spend most of the day hiking in the mountains out here on Sylvan Dale Dude Ranch, where my mom lives. So want to say thank you to all of you for listening to the show, and my gift to you is all the B2B SaaS data. I work so hard to get these CEOs to give up on the show. It's really not easy. These are tough numbers to get, but you can get them all now in a big, beautiful spreadsheet at gitlatka.com. That's G-E-T-L-A-T-K-A.com. Go there today to check it out before I take it down. This is the Top Entrepreneurs Podcast, where founders share how they started their companies and got filthy rich or crash and burn. Each episode features revenue numbers, customer counts, and other insider information that creates business news headlines. We went from a couple hundred thousand dollars to 2.7 million. They had no money when they started the company. It was $160 million, which is the size of many IPOs. We're bootstrapped. We have like 22,000 customers. With over 5 million downloads in a very short amount of time, major outlets like Inc. are calling us the fastest growing business show on iTunes. I'm your host, Nathan Latka, and here's today's episode. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Badas Kalfala. He is a 25-year-old French entrepreneur. He turned a grad school side hustle into a $20,000 per month uh, monthly recurring business in just a few months. That company is called LeadGuru.io to stop B2B companies from spending hours building bad, boring, low-yielding, cold emailing campaigns. He came in to pump up their cold emailing capacities to the next level, and they just sit and watch hot leads flood into their inbox. Badas, are you ready to take us to the top? Yeah. Let's go. Let's do that. All right. So leadguru.io. Tell us what it does. I think the bio did a good job, but tell us what it does and how you make money. What's your business model? So the business model is very, it's very simple. We basically outsource um, all the cold emailing activity for B2B companies. Um, so we really do that uh, for them from A to Z. So from building contact lists to writing the copy for the emails, and we actually operate the campaigns as well on a monthly basis. Um, so we have two business models. Uh, the first one is a subscription. Uh, so it's a monthly fee. It's a flat fee, um, depending on how many contacts the company wants to reach out, uh, reach out to. And the what, second what's bus- that on average right now, if you had to average across your customer base? You mean on pricing or on just the, the flat monthly fee per month? Yeah, thousand dollars to contact five hundred people. So on average, that's what your customers are paying currently. Um, no, it's not. It's not an average. It's a new price. Uh, on average, it's uh, eight hundred dollars. Okay, got it. So again, not looking at your new pricing or looking forward, but if you just see your current customer base, the average customer pays about eight hundred a month. Yeah, exactly. Got it. Um, and we have a second business model, which is we just launched it and it's working great. It's a, it's a cost per click model. Um, so we only bill per unique click on the campaign, um, and the cost there is forty dollars. Uh, that's the base price per click. Per forty dollars a click. Yep. How do you make that work? That's super expensive. Um, I mean, it depends. Uh, if if you account for all the work that we do, like beforehand, uh, you know, working on the target with a customer. So we're almost a consulting company, actually. Uh, so we spend a lot of time with the with the customer, understanding the target, building the database, uh, crafting the templates. We we take a lot of time doing that. It's so important to have great content there. Um, so actually it's, um, I mean, it's worth it. And of course, um, you, you probably read it on our website. Uh, we actually work with companies that have, you know, an average basket or, um, a CLV that is, uh, you know, more than six, $6,000 that their CLV to you is more than six grand or they're, they're signing customers up their own, their own CLV is, 
is 6,000. So we, we, we can work with a SaaS company that, you know, sells a, sells a $20, uh, you know, subscription thing, you know, unless they have a premium offer, they want to, they want us to help us uh, to help to, you know, us to help, to help them with. And how many customers are paying you today? Uh, 24 customers. Okay. About 24. And what, so the reason we got connected is you reached out to me, basically pitching me on lead guru. And I said, <laughs> come on my show. Um, what, what did you yeah. see like <clears throat> from me and the data you had on me that made you think I was a good fit? So, um, very simple. So we, we actually run campaigns for ourselves. That's how, that's the main driver of, of customers for us. Um, and you were actually, um, in, um, in the crunch base. Um, it's a, so we started from a crunch base list, um, of HR, uh, company involved with HR, our new startups. Um, and we actually ended up with your contact. Um, frankly, you know, we have, uh, that's how we do. We try to, we try to focus and segment, uh, our, our uh, outreach and, uh, you know, you ended up there. So I'm, I'm glad. How many people were in that kind of segment when you sent it out? Um, I think it was a bit more than 2000 people. Okay. And you're sending that using like through lead guru or you're just using the Gmail API? Uh, no, we, we actually, so here's the thing, uh, lead guru, um, we, we have, we do a little bit of tech, but we, I think we're more of a service and a consulting firm than, uh, than, a, than specifically a tech company. Um, because all the emailing is handled by our partner, reply.io. Uh, I don't know if you know this, this company, uh, they, they have a great tool. So actually, uh, our clients are on, on reply.io. We, uh, I mean, not all of them right now we're transferring them because, um, anyways, we used to have our own platform. Now we're transferring everything to reply. Um, so yeah, we use reply. Uh, and why, why, why are you transferring? Um, here's the thing, like, you know, as, as an entrepreneur and the CEO, did you get you blacklisted? Have... No, we didn't. Not yet. <laughs> we're careful with that. Um, it's actually, you know, I didn't want to spend my life building products and tech products. I think it's uh, it's not a fit for everyone. Um, I, I love the service. I love the sales. Uh, you know, I love helping clients. Um, um, I love working on marketing and I didn't want to spend, you know, uh, thousands of dollars um, and so much time working on, on product development. Um, and something else happened as well is that um, we actually, I used to work with a CTO uh, who was working with me and, you know, he, he dropped out of the company. He left the company uh, recently. So that was, that was a change there and I need to take action. So I said, okay, let's, uh, let's cut for now the all the emailing platform development and, and go with a partner and it's actually working great. What year did you launch the company in? Um, so I started, uh, I started this, uh, in September, 2016. So I just, uh, I just got in the, the grad program at HEC Paris. Um, and so I started there and, and I was doing this as a side hustle. So I was just, actually, I was contacting clients from my, you know, student, uh, email and just saying, Hey, I'm from HEC and I, so I should say you have to know in France, um, it's like, it's a very well-known school. So it's like, um, it's like a Harvard business school of, you know, France. Uh, so people I'll actually, trust you on that. I can't challenge you cause I don't know. Uh, you, can, you can Google it. Um, so I, I actually, I, I was emailing them from my student, uh, email and, um, and they were actually, you know, very happy to talk to me. And I was, I started like billing them and, uh, and that's how I, I got the idea of, of building this, this premium, uh, premium service where you don't, we don't just sell like scrapper, you know, to do it yourself. And, and, and yeah, you know, yeah, you, about I, mean, I get that. How did you build the initial product? Where'd you get the funding from? Um, you know, from the, the money I earned in internships, uh, I, just, um, I just actually, I, I paid, uh, I paid for a sort of MVP was $800. Okay. Uh, did it with a freelancer and yeah, that's it. And, and how did you find that freelancer? Frankly, I love working with Upwork. 
Um, I don't know if you know that. It's, it's a, I think it's a great platform when you know how to use it. So yeah, that's how I do. And then you said you brought on a CTO. So two questions. Today, what's your team size? Um, so actually, you know... Just I, you? Yeah, it's Beautiful. actually... So I had, I had a CTO, um, then a, a, a classmate, uh, joined me, Guillaume. Um, just, uh, you know, uh, shout out to Guillaume. He's a, he's a, a friend of mine and he, he worked with me. Um, and he actually left as well, uh, at some point. So you own hundred percent of the company, right? Almost, almost. Yeah. Where's the I, not almost, uh, it's my, my family. Uh, I have a small investment from, from them. How much total have you raised? Actually not much 30, 30 K euros. Okay. Uh, it's not like I, I, I started actually, you know, pitching to investors and, and going that way. And then I realized I prefer to, to build a good business before raising any money, but I think I'll, I'll start doing that again in December um, this year, uh, I think pitching a, investors, I'm sorry. Yeah. Getting how, investors. How much do you want or would you raise in an ideal world? Frankly, I haven't thought about it, but, uh, depends on how, how good the sales are still. Um, and you know, how much, how much money do I need to, 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 to keep going and to scale the process, scale, scale the business. What would you spend the money on? Uh, probably staffing, uh, probably staffing. Um, no, I mean, uh, in my business right now, it's, uh, uh you know, I would need more people, uh, managing the clients, uh, more people selling, you know, being on the phone with the clients, uh, probably some support team um, as well, people managing the data for the clients. So that's that's something I need to, to pay for. Okay, Top Tribe, many of you ask me all the time, how did I get my website up so fast, so quickly, and why is it doing so well? The answer is simple. I use HostGator.com to keep the thing cranking along. They've got a 45-day money-back guarantee, which is great. I used their free website builder to get the site up because it's ideal for WordPress. It's just what I use. They've got 4,500 templates and a free e-commerce plugin as well and 24-7 support, which we love, right? We love that. I bug the hell out of them. They always get back to me. So I've got you 30% off along with $100 in free AdWords credit. To grab it, just go to HostGator.com forward slash Nathan, but you got to do it now. Again, hostgator.com forward slash Nathan. Is the revenue growth predictable or like, the, so you're at, you know, 24 clients paying 800 bucks a month. That's 20, about 19 grand in MRR. Was it like, you know, 15 grand last month and 10 grand the month before that? Or has it been kind of up and down because people cancel and then re-sign up, et cetera? It's up and down. It, it's up and, down. and th- this is the reason why. Um, the reason is that I've been testing so much stuff. Like I just like to test. Um, I even try to test a model where, uh, basically I only build the clients if they receive a positive answer from a prospect. Um, you know, it didn't work out. So actually we're gonna, we're gonna change that. Um, and also I haven't put in place any engagement plan. Zero. So, so, I, so yeah. this, this year, so far this year, how much total revenue have you done? Um, you know, probably around, uh, 45k. Okay. For, okay. 45 K. Okay. Great. So if, I mean, if I take 45 grand and we're what eight months in right now, I mean, you've averaged, I mean, people can do the average there and figure that out. So last month, like right now you say you're at 20 grand, but that's not really MRR. I mean, that's going up and down pretty drastically. Up and down. The reason is, um, I, I think, I think we need to set up engagement plans. Uh, you know, it's, it's, a uh, actually I'm surprised, you know, customers are surprised when I tell them there is no engagement. Um, and I think what do you mean I, then? What do you mean by there's no engagement? Like there's no, you're not touching the customers. So I think hundred uh, percent of my competitors, uh, they ask for like three months engagement beforehand before starting anything. 
So they ask you to pay three months, you know, in advance or six months or one well, who year. Who do you consider your competitor? So for the competitors, I think, uh, you know, in the U.S., there's probably Ample Market, uh, Lead Genius, but they are much more expensive than me. Um, a new company called Outbound Works. Uh, apparently, they're doing a great job, but they're billing uh, as well a lot. Um, and what about like what about like Hunter, AnyMail, Finder, Viola, Norbert, Tufer? I don't think they are they are a competitor because they don't talk to the same customer. I'm talking to um, a startup that is scaling that has raised money, uh, or I'm talking to uh, a big um, you know SME. Uh, that wants to scale that process to have a you know to to operate it in a much more efficient way, uh, and you you can't sell these guys you know uh, a hunter a hunter scrapper or you know hunter APIs and stuff. Um, that, that's not what they're looking for. They're looking for uh, an all all inclusive solution. Um, I'll disagree with you there because I know many startups that have raised capital scaling quickly that do pay for those platforms and it works really really well for them. Um, so like what what is the asset that you actually huh? Yeah, I think you can do both. I think it's uh, you can absolutely do both. Um, and also there's something else is that uh, you can have Hunter, you can have all these tools. And I think they're great. Actually, we use them in-house. Um, it's just that uh, you need to know how to how to do the, the cold emailing as well. There's a lot to to do, you know, with the copy. And that's what we offer as well. So that's what I'm saying. Like we we. Yeah, but like that's like an agency. I mean, you're you're basically building yourself an agency that's going to make you a couple grand here and there, but it's going to suck up all your time and energy. I think yeah, we could we could say it's an agency, um, but I'm okay with that. You know, it's um, I think if we, if we want to build tech there, um, we probably do it much more, uh, you know, in a in a in a focused way than we did. Uh, what we try to do, you know, from the beginning building tech is rebuilding a lot of software that's already out there. So we built, uh, you know, all these, uh, you know, scrappers, uh, you know, all these uh, these algorithms to find the emails and emailing platform. So you have, just to be clear, because I don't understand this yet, you have that tech. If I sign up with you, I, I can go send me all the email addresses of everyone that works at TechCrunch. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, we, we actually have that. We, we built that. But the thing is, um, as I told you, you know, since I'm not a developer and my CTO left, um, I actually, you know, it was a tough time and I said, okay, uh, I can stop the business now or find a look for another CTO and, and, you know, go ahead and do that again. But it's, why don't you just sell, I hate to be like, so direct, why don't you just sell this thing and go start, use the money and go start something new. I could, but I like it. <laughs> I could. I'm why just, do you like just, it though? It's a shitty business. You have no CTO. It's a shitty business. It's an agency with churn and not predictable revenue. Yeah, because we, I think we, there's a, there's a lot more work that we could do. And I don't think it's a shitty business. I think it's a, I think it's a really interesting business because uh, you actually work, you know, on a, on a, so many different topics, and you meet a lot of different clients with different objectives. Yeah, but you could say that about a tons of different startups. Yeah, absolutely. But you know, it's about it's about your personality and what you like and what you don't like. And, and personally, I like it. So for now, I'm good. I'm trying. I just I don't believe you because you said you made a drastic change when you lost your CTO. I think what's happening here is you don't really. You just you're just you're a good sales guy. I can just tell by watching you here. You have your shit together and you look the part and and you're a good looking guy and you can probably sell till your hair falls out. But you lost your CTO and you're going okay, fine. I won't worry about building a real SaaS platform. I'll just use my relationships, my ability to sell, rely on Reply.io tech, and just go make a bunch of money selling one off plans. So yeah, listen like. Uh, where we left off tech-wise, uh, we're really close to have a very good product. Uh, I just put it off. Like, so the CTO left in, uh, it was in July. Why did he leave? 
uh, I think we, you know, it didn't work out. I mean, it's as simple as that, you know, sometimes it just, just happens. Uh, it didn't work out with him and, you know, it's, it's all for the best. Um, so Did yeah, he like so want I, equity and you didn't give it to him or he wanted more money and you said, I can't pay you that much or what? Yeah, it, it was both. And we didn't agree on, on, you know, how to, to make it happen. Um, and uh, yeah, it just didn't work out. Maybe, you know, um, maybe I'm not saying he's, uh, I'm, I think he was a, you know, great developer and, uh, I, I wish him the best, but yeah, it didn't work out with me anyway. Yeah. So, okay. So I, I keep saying, yeah, yeah. We left off at a point where we could actually, you know, finish this off quite quickly. Um, and I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking going back to, to, you know, developing our own product. Um, but yeah, but these past couple of months, uh, I've chosen different strategies working well. But I'm really thinking about going back there, and but I just want to do it right. You know what I mean? Like I want to f- be focused, um, and <clears throat> I want to be more like you know strategic in the sense that um, I just don't don't want to develop another tool there. Uh, that's yeah. if somebody offered you. Yeah. By the way, it's hard to differentiate in this space. It's very, 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 very competitive. Um, if somebody came to you and offered you like like you know you know fifty or sixty thousand bucks to just sell the whole company enough to pay back your family or whatever, plus you get a little bit of upside there. Uh, like, do you take that kind of deal and go compete in a different space, or you really just like the space? No, I, I could take that deal. I just think um, you know for the company to to really succeed, I need to be there for at least a year or two. Um, Bodice, I mean, I'll make you that offer right now. I will, I'll write you a $60,000 check to buy the whole company, assuming the numbers you've told me so far are accurate. So I have to think about it, but yeah. No, 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 I won't leave it open. You have to decide right now. Assuming the numbers you've told me are accurate, I will make you an offer, but you have to decide right now for $60,000 to buy the whole company. The answer is no, then I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Nathan. <laughs> Don't be sorry. That's what I would offer. Yeah. Um, I, 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 I hope it. No, 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 that's not how I work. I put an offer out and you take it or leave it. Um, this space is tough. Like, right. This show, this show actually makes or breaks CEOs. I have many CEOs on and they get huge MRR bumps when they come on. So, um, look, I'm going to make an acquisition in this space very soon. Uh, it's why when you reached out, I said, let me have you on the show and see what you're really up to. Um, uh, I kind of put you on the spot, but that's the nature of it. You know, it's me leaving an offer on the table just invites you to bring bidders in or change your mind or do other things. So, no deal, but I, but I, but I hope you do well. I hope you find a CTO. I hope you forgot how to grow it. Um, and I wish you the best. So let's wrap up betas here with the famous five. You ready? Um, yeah, sure. Let's go. Okay. Number one, what's your favorite business book? Uh, my favorite business book. Um, it's, um, it's that book written by, uh, the hard thing about hard things. Um, I think it's a, it's a great book. If you, if you, you, you're just a young CEO, you want to, you know, see where it can lead you and all, all the tough, tough stuff you have to deal with. So yeah, I think it's a great book. Number number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying right now? I think I, I, I mean, maybe maybe it's a bit mainstream, but I really like uh, Gary Vaynerchuk because uh, what he's doing on content, I think I need to learn so much from there. I do zero content right now, like zero. Uh, and, you know, it's um, so thanks for the opportunity to be here because um, that's the first really content initiative I'm making and uh, I need to learn there. Number three, besides your own, is there a favorite online tool that you have? My favorite online tool. Um, can I say Gmail or it sounds boring? No, I just that's, love, that's fine. Just, yeah. Simplest thing and it's the best. And how many, uh, number four, how many hours of sleep do you get every night? How many hours of sleep? So to give you an idea, I sleep around, you know, 2, two 3 a.m. Um, and I wake up around 9. So I don't know how much that's... So six-ish. Yeah, exactly. And, and what's your current situation? Married, single, do you have kids? I have a, I have a girlfriend. I've uh, been together five years. Uh, not married yet, but maybe soon. I hope. And no kids, uh, right? 
No kids. No, no. I'm 25. I want to enjoy, you know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Last question, Vedas. Take us back five years. What do you wish your 20-year-old self knew? Um, I think I, I wish I knew that, you know, stuff are not so easy. Sometimes you have to, you have to push through. And um, yeah, I think, I think sometimes I assumed uh, it would be easier um, on certain topics. And I think it, I, I would have been it would have been better if I was wiser and be more, be more careful. And so, yeah, some of the stuff. There you guys have it from Betis, leadguru.io. Everything is not as easy as you think it might be. You got to push through it again. Founded the company back in September of last year. He's done this year, about 45,000 bucks in total revenue. He's figuring out how to scale in a space. that's highly competitive. We wish him the best and Betis. Thank you for coming on and taking us to the top. Thank you. Bye-bye.